place sits. Put your money on the table. Welcome. The cards can illuminate your future. I have a feeling you're in danger. Actually, I prefer to read your fortune. I see your next client is here to kill you. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy Sequel Remix. This is episode 374. I'm Marquis Mike. Let's uh, stoke the fires. It's 80 degrees. Heat, heat the irons. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if we're going to have to light a fire at all this, this winter. I don't know. I I went to, I work from home today, yeah. and my downstairs home office is pretty chilly. I, I'm going to switch it right now. I went... I was so cold. Yeah. I went to Lowe's and bought a big ass space heater. Oh wow! Like one of those oil filled ones. Yeah, it felt great. Yeah, it felt great. I, uh, you know, I, I said just going outside. I was like, oh, yeah, it's like seventy degrees. But I also work from home in a downstairs office and didn't have to throw a sweatshirt on today. So, uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's winter now. I guess it, it's. The nights are cool. I guess that's how we uh, handle winter now in uh, 2022. I mean, we hit, you know, we hit the hot, we hit mid-70s, high-70s the last, you know, last few days, but it's only for about 15 minutes around 2 in the afternoon. Those are the only times I go outside, though. It's 40 degrees in the morning. I got my driving to work the days I go. I got my heat cranked up. Jacket on. That's what I don't notice. I don't drive to work anymore. Yeah. To me, I just wake up, brew a cup of coffee, go downstairs. I go out around noon, one o'clock. I go, that's so hot. <laughs> I, go, I go back inside. <laughs> I gotta go in and cool off. Yeah, and I just stay in there until the next day where I go out at one o'clock. I go, that's hot. It's, it's so hot. <laughs> it's October. I'm gonna be trick or treating with my kid. I'm, you know, wearing uh, shorts, flip, flip, flippies, flip, and yeah, yeah, flippy shorts. And, we're gonna, we're yeah. gonna go as surfers. You're probably, yeah, you'll have a towel. Yeah. Dab your brow. <laughs> and you're going to be worried about the chocolate melting in the bucket. I know, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm going to have to take him. Uh, he's going to carry a, a Yeti cooler. Yeah. To yeah. Put the chocolate, keep it cool as, as it's going uh, door to door. Yeah. It's right around. Oh. So to beat the heat, what are you even watching? Oh, man. Man, I I watched some shit. I got a list here, Mark. All right. I, I put, in some, put in some hours. I'm not sure I mentioned this movie. I was kind of trying to look at my calendar. I think I watched this after our last recording. Um, I wa- so I'll just go. I'm just go sure. in the order I watched them. Right. Give them a little yes or no. 2017 movie called The Ritual. Okay, you did not watch this. Okay, in the last episode. This was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2017 The Ritual. It's a kind of a thriller. Survive the woods. Uh, bunch of bros go on a hike. Shit goes awry. It's awesome. Yeah. Highly recommend it. 2022. Netflix original. Do Revenge. 20, okay, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of got a Mean Girls vibe. Sure. It's okay. Okay. I don't... I, I, it's not a must watch, but it's kind of it's kind of fun. But yes or no? That's you. That's the criteria you set. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a no. A no. Okay. I'm gonna give it a no. Another 2022. I believe 
It may be a Netflix or maybe a Prime. Okay. Um, Gerard Butler, Last Seen Alive. Okay. I'm giving this a yes. Yeah. That's a fun movie. It's kind of a kidnap thing. Kidnap uh, rescue thing. I don't think it's good, but I'm saying yes because I had a lot of fun watching it. Is Gerard Butler back? Has he found his niche? Maybe. Um, I'm going to watch this film. I've had Cop Shop on my... Uh, right? Is that what it's called? It's on Peacock? There was a new movie this year. Sir Gerard Butler. It's called Cop Shop, I think. Uh, I've been meaning to watch it. Just The premise is like, this sounds like a fun movie. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 maybe he's the new Neeson? Yeah, right. And that's, yeah, I wonder if he like kind of found that like action lane. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's a a, a spectacular actor or a no. bad actor, but I think he can be in a movie. Yeah. And I, last scene of life, I, I really, I had a okay. good time watching it. It's streaming somewhere. It is streaming somewhere. Okay. I, I think it might be Netflix. Okay. Then, okay, I went back in time a little bit. I watched uh, 1988 cultural classic, Heathers. Okay. Still a yes. Yeah. Still really good. Mm-hmm. Still disappointing ending. Okay. So I've always thought that about that movie, but it's still worth watching. It was a, I mean, I think I've seen it three times now and don't I, regret it. I've never seen Heathers. Don't regret it. It's, it's. And you're it's, saying yes. It's a yes. Yeah. It's a yes. I think it's a, for you, you're a cinephile. I think it's a, I think it should be on a must watch list for most cinephiles. Okay. I think you should watch it. Um, back in time a little farther. 1985, first time I've seen this movie, and I'm gonna, I'm curious if you've seen this sure. movie. I've, I always hear it referred to in other things. Well, what's the year? 1985. Okay. Um, St. Elmo's Fire. Okay, I've also never seen St. Elmo's Fire. Though, I like that song. After I got done watching the St. Elmo's Fire, uh-huh. I thought, wow, what a stupid, terrible, horrible movie. But as the days went on, I started thinking, you know, maybe it was okay. Uh-huh. You start re- you, it's it's such a cliche thing. You got this group of friends. They're all a bunch of dipshits. You got, you know, your lawyer, the guy, the recent college grad. Uh-huh. You got your lawyer. You got your successful businessman. You have your burnout friend. You got the, the slut chick. You got, you know, yeah. the drug girl. You got the the super wholesome girl. Um, okay, I'm talking myself back out of that movie. It's a no. Okay. Say almost far as a no. That song for me. Oh, great! That whole movie's got great, yeah, great music. And there is the best scene in the movie is there's like a breakup going on. Yeah. And they're they're like dividing up the record collection. Like it's like they're like a real just cheap shot way like dividing up the record oh you're not taking Huey Lewis you know that kind of yeah. thing and that was the best scene in the whole movie maybe just watch that on YouTube okay it's about it's about 30 seconds long yeah totally skippable movie alright you you were almost going to recommend to me I, I 15 seconds earlier I know I I, I, you thought I about hated it. it after oh. I got done then I, I thought about it I talked myself into it and then after re-going over my head right now no it's a no yeah. it's a no it's a skip it's okay a skip. yeah I've never seen it I do kind of have a blind spot of the 80s in my movie 
There were just so many movies in the 80s. And there's so many good ones, though. Yeah. But there's a lot of bad ones. But somehow they all got, like, they all have this, like, like, movies from the 80s just carry a reputation yeah. with them, where it's like, they're in the zeitgeist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I uh, traveled into the future a little bit. Well, the future from 1985, still the past for okay. us. 1990, Richard Gere, Andy Garcia, Internal Affairs. Okay. That movie is fucking awesome. Richard Gere's character is terrifying. He is the most diabolical son of a bitch. I mean, you know, sometimes you just watch a movie and it hits for you. You know what, you, you know what I mean? You're yeah. in the mood for, for it. It's just a gritty cop movie. Lori Metcalf is in it. She's the shit. I forgot how great she is. But Richard Gere's villain is insane. It is, I thought it was an excellent movie. Excellent Ooh. movie. 1990, so the cusp of the 80s. Uh, and I'm, Richard Gere should just be more, play more bad guys. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, where, where is Richard Gere these days? I don't know what he's doing. I had a couple of Richard Gere things pop up on streaming uh-huh. services after watching it. There was one I almost watched called Armitage, which came out in 2017, okay. I think. Um, I don't know what he's doing more recently. Okay, we're almost done. I'm getting there. Yeah. 2022. Pretty sure this is Amazon Prime. They outfit. Okay. Um, Mark Rylance. Uh-huh. And a bunch of people I've never seen or heard of. Academy Award winner Mike Mark Rylance. Huh? It's freaking awesome. The, out, the outfit. outfit. Military movie? No, it is uh, a gangster movie. Oh. 19, takes place in 1956 Chicago. Yeah. It's really cool. The whole movie takes place in a tailor shop. Oh. Um, Rylance is awesome. The, the supporting characters, these actors are great. They, they play these wise guys perfectly. Ve- I, awesome movie. I kind of want to watch it again. It's very cool and it's, it's, it keeps, it's intriguing. Has a great pace. Great runtime. Highly recommend the outfit. Big yes. Going back in time. 1975. Robert Redford. Three Days of the Condor. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. How have I gone this long in my life without seeing Three Days of the Condor? Yeah. It's so cool. Spy thriller. What a cool movie. Redford owns it. He's the coolest character. No, that I haven't seen. Yeah. It's big yes. Big yes on Three Days of the Condor. Old school, like, technology funny stuff, you know, with their, their, their computers. And, uh-huh. Like, he wants some computer time. Like, they have literally one computer. He needs to, like, book computer time to use it. That kind of thing. Like, old school. It was so cool. Highly recommend Three Days of Condor. Almost done, Mark. Okay. Man, you watched a lot of movies. I watched a lot of movies. This next one, I don't know if it counts as a movie. I have a feeling you watched this. Uh, The big hit, Disney Plus, Werewolf by Night. Or Werewolf, yeah, Werewolf by Night. I did not. No, I saw it advertised. It's freaking awesome. Okay. I don't know if it counts as a movie. It's only an hour long. I saw that, yeah. I, okay. But it, it has three acts. Yeah. It follows, it's just a, a quick movie. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. I went into it, recommended by a friend of mine, and I was like, man, dude, Marvel, you know me in Marvel. Like, it, it gets, you, you get... Automatic negative points for me as soon as it, I, the movie starts with Marvel right now. Yeah. 
it's so different. It's so awesome. That's a must watch. Does Sam Jackson show up? No. No, yeah, I, I, I do want to see this. Um, I mean, I was, uh, it's spooky. It's, to me, I was like, I saw the title. I was like, well, I got, I got my whole werewolf catalog I'm doing so yeah I gotta put that one on it's it's a it's a it's a good one all right and then finally I the same thing though I saw I saw Marvel Disney plus Marvel I was like I don't want to commit time to this but I've been hearing good things it's a yeah check it out all you're right gonna, I think you're gonna really like that and I think you're gonna really like the runtime I, I kind of thought you would have watched that I I, um, I mean you put you probably already saw us coming I got some concerns about the runtime for the movies we did today. <laughs> Finally, another real new movie. We've met. We've talked about it briefly. Uh-huh. I'm not sure you've seen. I, maybe you've seen it. I don't know. Um, I hit. I hit the 2022, the newest Netflix vampire flick. Day shift. Day shift. No, I've not watched day shift. Day shift is a lot of fun. Okay. Day shift is a lot of fun. It's a. It's a. It, I. I think it fills the subgenre role of vampire hunter movie. Okay, I'm gonna say I, I feel like during the summer I was very hard on Netflix. Um, we I mean, we were talking about the the future of them as a company going forward and what that was gonna look like. But I've been seeing some movies on recommended or you know on, on being advertised, and I might be back in because I think the a movie like Day Shift. In the movies I've enjoyed from Netflix, it seems like it'd be the type of movie I'd like, where it's just like a fun genre movie. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It is a fun genre movie. Yeah. It's got. I think they do that well. I think they be able to have a budget for you know have a yeah, and, and they let like watching it. I'm like, well, I think Jamie Fox is kind of just not really giving it his all. Mm. You know, he's not giving it a collateral kind of performance, and that could be direction. It could be. <clears throat> script yeah. but it works he drives a cool ass truck in the show um one of the francos is i can't remember which franco the younger francos dave in it. he does his franco his, his the dave franco thing his yeah. little little side kick neighbors comedy uh-huh. relief thing he does so well and it's got really great action pretty good special effects a, uh, a runtime and not really a, a plot to worry about because it's a genre movie. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I, I think it's a really fun movie. I was actually pretty happy I watched it. All right. It's not your typical vampire, everything's in the dark. It's a bright movie, it's colorful. That's a nice twist on the genre, yeah. Yeah, so I, I really recommend it. All right. And, and that's, that's my, I mean, Dude. I look at that list. I'm like, I watched. I watched some shit. Is that ten movies? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Not counting what we did for the show. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, you know, I got some movies in myself. Uh, not as big of your list. Three of these, I'm just gonna fly through. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll give a, a yes and no's to mine as well. I watched Halloween, Halloween, Halloween Kills. That's uh, that's S tier. Pretty good. Pretty bad. I think that's how we felt felt about it last year when we did Halloween Kills. I rewatching this is my second time watching Halloween Kills. Just I, I don't like it. But Halloween ends this Friday, so I'm, oh, it is this Friday. Yeah. So you yeah you were doing some prep. Yeah, yeah, getting yeah. myself geared up for Halloween Kills, which is will that a, also is be that gonna do the is that a Peacock deal? It'll be on Peacock in theaters and in Peacock. I, I want to see it in theaters. Uh, 
uh, you know, I want to support uh, my, my boy Michael Myers, but it's, it's hard to get out these days. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get yeah, any theater no, reviews. None, none this, of those in theater. Yeah. Uh, okay, outside of that, again, these were all streaming. Uh, I got some 2022 movies in as well. This is new to Peacock. I watched the 2022 uh, Man vs. Beast film. I watched Beast. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's not great. I mean, I do like anytime like a guy has like fight up fight an animal, and that that is fun. Um, I think they tried to elevate it and make it more. And for me, I don't need it. Okay. I just want a man fighting a beast, and I don't need like a bunch of like beast story stuff. Well, when I when I saw the preview for that, I was all in yeah. until they showed um, Idris Elba's character punching a lion a lion in the face, and I yeah. was out. Like, immediately I was out. Yeah. Um, I'm here for punching in the face. I didn't need all the other stuff. <laughs> you know, let's, let's just punch it. And Spoiler for the movie. I, I don't know if it's a spoiler. He punches the lion. It's not like he knocked the lion out. You know, it, it's realistic how he punched that lion. And, uh, the lion didn't go, woo, 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 yeah. fall back. He just started seeing stars. And, yeah, I know how to say Yeah, I, it was all right, but uh, I'm, I'm going to give it a no. Okay. I, I know the beast. Um, also, 2022, this is on uh, Amazon Prime. I watched My Best Friend's Exorcism. Um, it's it's kind of YA horror. Um, I read the book, which is why I watched it, because I, I, I really enjoyed the book. Movie not as good. It's just kind of like, they kind of took the very layer, of, like the top layer of like the book and for the plot, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess you kind of need all that character stuff to really make it make it work. But I thought the girl, the girl, it's a high school movie, and it's about an exorcism. It's a comedy. It's a comedy horror. Um, I thought the girls were really good. It has Eileen uh, Fisher. Um, she was in eighth grade, and um, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then a bunch of other girls I didn't recognize. Um, some of the comedy's okay, and I think some of the scare. Like, if you're like fourteen and you're just getting into horror, I, I think it's a pretty okay entry. Okay, a little, yeah, a little stepping stone into... Yeah, into I think this genre. would pair nicely if you were doing, like, the Fear Street movies. Okay. If you watched Fear Street on Netflix and then wanted to flip over to Amazon Prime and uh, throw this on, I, I think this would make a fun um, sleepover for, like, teens. But, you know, for me, I was like, eh, it's, it, well, it was not that great. Though, there, there's some spooks in it. Okay. Uh, speaking of kind of YA entry-level horror, this is another... Uh, you know, outside the Halloween's, I'm easing myself into spooky season. I watched 1992's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, it did not hold up as much as I ha- remembered it. My fondness for it in the 90s. Good performances by like, I mean, Christy Swanson and Luke Perry are great as like kind of their airhead teens. And then you have like Rucker Hauer and Donald Sutherland just like chewing scenery, yeah. like just being over the top. Uh, Paul Rubin. Who I always when I, when I saw the kid, I was like, "Wait, is Nick Cage in this?" That's yeah, it's, it's Pee Wee Herman himself. Isn't the um the guy from Scream in that Arquette? David Arquette yeah. also in it. Yeah, um, Stephen Root is in it as as the principal. Like, there, there's some fun. Uh, all the performances are fun. The rest, of, like the directing and the script itself, I was like, "This is kind of a mess. This is a little all over the place. It's not as great as I remember it," um, which was unfortunate. Uh, and that's it. Um, uh, yeah. So six movies all together. But really, yeah, that Halloween um, gear up took took a lot of my time. Yeah. Yeah. So um, excited for Halloween ends. I am too. Not officially. A, I try. I was like, can I squeeze this as a sidekick? I mean, is Laurie tr- 
if you mm. think about it, is she not Michael Psychic in a way? I don't know, but it, we I mean it may be uh, it may be an emergency show. We can I I, I, I do have a side. We did it for Maverick. Yeah. I mean, do 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 we push it? We we discuss. You know. You know what? Let's let's discuss Sherlock. See how we're feeling right at the end. And yeah. Yeah. See, see how we, we want to tackle si- um, Sidekick Month, which is what we're doing for this. Um, we're watching. I, I, spoiler for the episode: the ultimate movie sidekick. It. I, I'm going to go on record and say, Doctor Watson. Uh, we watched the 2011 sequel to the 2009 Guy Ritchie film, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Sherlock Holmes stars uh, Robert Downey Jr. as the titular Sherlock, Jude Law, Rachel McAdams, Mark Strong, Eddie Marsden. Um, eccentric consulting detective Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson battle to bring down a new nemesis and unravel a deadly plot that could destroy England. Sherlock Holmes, nothing escapes him. Uh, is this your first time watching Sherlock Holmes? It was, yes. Yeah, I I had also never seen this. Uh, what'd you think? I was I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised with it. Um, I I enjoyed it. It was not what I expected. I knew there was a, a different spin on Sherlock, uh-huh. um, but I was still because you know I'm I would like the detective stuff. I was hoping for more detectiving, and. Yeah. Though we didn't get a whole lot of the detectiving that I like, I still enjoy, I still found myself enjoying it. I I was pleasantly surprised, but slightly disappointed because I knew nothing. I, not only do I not know anything about this film, I actually know nothing about Sherlock Holmes other than what you kind of know about him from pop culture. I have an idea of what Sherlock Holmes is, but I don't. I mean, are there movies before this? I don't. I didn't do that much research. I don't know of any movies. Yeah. I've watched a lot of the BBC right. Sherlock and show. There's the... Um, who's that? Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. But it, there, was there something like in the 90s or 80s? I I don't know. There used to be an old, old TV show. I remember watching when I was a kid with my dad. Okay. Like, um, like real old. So you have some actual yeah, and experience I, with Sherlock. Yeah, and I've read a lot of... Okay, the, and then there's the books. Doyle. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't read the full collect- collection of Sherlock, but right. I've read many, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I've never even read them. So it, in my mind, I had an idea of what a Sherlock Holmes movie w- should have been, or at least what my mind thought it should have been. I didn't get that. But what I got was like a big blockbuster action movie. Yeah. And I didn't hate it. Yeah, and you know, I actually had... I had no idea it was directed by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. I I didn't know till the end credits. Because mm. I didn't really pay attention to the opening credits and watching it I was like and I was thinking I'm like man this this reminds me of something and then I couldn't really put my finger on it then I saw oh it was a Guy Ritchie film in the end I'm like oh yeah it reminds me of fucking Guy Ritchie movies incredibly stylized yeah Yeah. it kind of made you think of like 2020's Aladdin That's a Guy Ritchie? So, yeah. <laughs> I I was, yeah, you know, I write down, so I was like, directed by Guy Ritchie. He's like, okay, of course, we don't hear from Snatch, Lock, yeah. Sock, and Two Smoky Barrels, Rock and Roller, Miss, oh, Aladdin. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Now I kind of won't watch Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Sherlock Holmes, uh, 2009 film. It um, had a $90 million box office, which, um, 
I saw a lot of. I was like, this this looks expensive. Yeah. Uh, grossed five hundred and twenty four million dollars. So huge hit. Sixty nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes, based on two hundred and forty eight reviews. General consensus: Guy Ritchie's directorial style may not be the best fit, but Sherlock Holmes benefits from the elementary appeal of a strong performance by Robert Downey Jr. <coughs> um. Yeah, so just two years later, I mean, that, that's that's a lot of money to make, uh, half a billion dollars. I had no idea that movie was that successful. Yeah, big hit. Yeah, I mean, you have same the, as me. You I, have Robert Downey. You know, you have Iron Man in a movie. It's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. People love Robert Downey Jr. Wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, so we get a sequel two years later. Guy Ritchie returns along with most of the main cast. We also add. Uh, Numi uh, Rapace? Rapace? I think it's I think it's Rapace. Rapace? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I know it's not Rapace. I don't think it's got yeah. the A at the end. No. Yes. Um, Canada. And Jared Harris uh, also joined the cast here in the sequel. Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. It, it tells the story. There's a new criminal mastermind at large, Professor Moriarty. And not, not only is he Holmes' intellectual equal, but his capacity for evil and lack of conscience may give him an advantage over the detective. Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows, The Game is Afoot. Was it, so, I take it this is your first time watching this movie. Very first. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we... Um, what were your initial thoughts kind of watching this one? More of the same. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely kind of get the continuity when director returns. You know, you return. The the turnaround is so fast mm-hmm. on it that it, these do kind of... And, I, you know, the teaser at the end of the first one kind of leads you right into what's going to happen with this one. Uh, Game of Shadows, $125 million box office. Or, excuse me, budget, $543 million at the... So, also another Did okay. huge hit. Did okay. 59% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 229 reviews. Uh, a good yarn, thanks to its well-matched leading men, but overall, stumbles duplicating the well-oiled thrills of the original. Uh, we'll see if Mike agrees with that. Uh, let's just start with what would what, what work for you. Uh, Return of the Cast is great. Uh, I also like, in discuss for both movies, it, that, that open... Um, it's just right into the movie, right? Uh-huh. I like opens like that. Uh, I don't know if it's a, a style or a Guy Ritchie style or something, but I just like how even the opening credits are like, now we're, it's like, oh, bricks, and now we're on the street. Yeah. that I like that. Um, yeah, I like that. I, I mean, I, Jude Law is my guy. I watch this. I never thought I had strong opinions about Jude Law, but watching these two movies back-to-back, you know, I, yeah, uh, uh, over the course of two days, I was like, do I do I love Jude Law now? <laughs> uh, and that really works for this movie. Is Those guys are great. They're, this they, is one of the great, like, movie... How this movie... How these combined made a billion dollars starring Robert Downey Jr. fresh off of um, Iron Man... In the midst of Marvel, you get a cool director like Guy Ritchie. Just how this kind of escaped me and the conversation around it. Like, I don't know anybody who, like, talks about Sherlock Holmes. But 
This is one of the great movie duos is Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr. They're, I love their banter. Their banter and chemistry is so good. Their yeah. timing is, is, is amazing. And, I mean, I... I've always been a. I really like Jude Law, uh, and I try not to. I for a long time I never. I would never admit I like Jude Law. Yeah. I feel like Jude Law's like, you know, your your girl's heartthrob. Yeah. Kinda. He's and too I'm, pretty for yeah. like you to like. Yeah. Exa- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I don't like Jude Law. I like uh, you know the dude from Pitch Black. I don't know his name, but yeah. you know, you know, you know what I mean. And and but I, and this just it, it just sets in stone. I love Jude Law. You're gonna watch The Young Pope now. I have watched The Young you, Pope. Oh, you've watched The Young it's Pope. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but so, uh, getting back to great things, uh-huh. the the continuity's good. Yeah. It, it it it's just it's more of the same, especially with where Sherlock and Watson and and their interaction is so good. Um. And I also like the the addition of a, of. Like the new character, uh, uh, Sherlock's brother. How minor of it it, it, yeah. it is. I I enjoy it. I don't remember from my readings if Sherlock's brother is r- real or a character from the books. I don't recall. So I was doing some research, and th- this is gonna play into what I potentially would have picked for Psychic Month. Rycroft, right? Rycroft Holmes is a character from the book. Okay. Yeah, he he is the the brother, and I don't remember. And it's probably because I haven't read I haven't read Sherlock since junior high, early yeah. high school. Um, but I I really like the addition that it's just kind of a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime you can bring back the whole cast, I'm a big fan. Yeah, though. I I get she didn't maybe necessarily fit in the plot, but uh, kind of a um, shame we didn't get more Rachel McAdams. It is a shame because yeah. she's a delight. She is, right? yeah. And so you only get in that beginning, and then yeah, she's kind of gone for the rest of the movie. It's like, I, yeah, I kept like, I was like, wait, did she reappear? And she never does. And it's just like, yeah, I guess. I mean, story wise, I guess it wouldn't make sense for her character to be there. But like, well, you had her, but maybe they didn't have her that that long. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe she had a day of shooting. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. could have had some doing, conflicts. Yeah, or doing a favor, you know, like yeah, I, I can do a cameo, but like, I can't. Commit, but yeah, I think she was kind of missed uh, a little bit. But um, the other characters, I think all the characters are good in this. Um, I was like, like the humor works. You know, all these big blockbuster movies, they. I don't know if Marvel's responsible for this, but they've definitely like popularized it over the last twenty years of like that like huge CGI action, but our characters are also quippy. And, you know, obviously there's the Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. connection. Um, it doesn't always work for Marvel. It, it works for this. this. Yeah. I, I, I think the humor that Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law bring to the movie, it, it works. I, I never felt like it was out of place. Like, it works for their dynamic. Um, I like the dog. Yeah. That's just, anytime I see an English bulldog, I'm like, What's that's his a, name? Garland or... Yeah, I can't think of the name. Their breakup in the first one. <laughs> well, it's the first one where Jude Law, he's going over all the things that Holmes has done to him. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, uh, my, my my house is our house, you know, my this, uh, our, my dog, our dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's a great dog. Um, yeah, and then, you know, I'm not going to... 
it's going to kind of come in the negative, but I mostly viewed it as a positive. I did enjoy a lot of the action sets in this. I thought the train sequence was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that where they're in the woods with the cannons going off, I thought that was really good. Um, there's part of it I didn't like. We'll get into the negatives, but for the most part, I, I think there's a pretty good action comedy, like big budget action movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's effectively done. I think this would have been very cool. If this movie came out now, or, or actually if this movie would have came out like four years ago, I had a ton of free time. This would have been like pretty cool to see on like a huge screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely cinematic. Yes. Um, what didn't work for you with Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows? Though I liked Moriarty, I don't like how open they are with who Moriarty is. Yeah, I have this as a question. At any point in either of these movies, did you care about any of the mystery? They're they're almost like they're like reverse heist movies, right? So you get Sherlock's like explaining of things, mm-hmm. but as for why Moriarty's doing what he's doing, no, I couldn't have given a shit. Yeah. So again, this goes to my own pre of like what I thought. I thought this was gonna be like a mystery. Like I thought I see Sherlock Holmes like it's a who done it or a how done it, you know, kind of thing. And I think the first one was kind of that, like oh how. And this kind of has the same things, like how do they do it? And I just find myself not caring. Not that I don't care about the movie or I was being bored. That element of it, I just didn't care about. Yeah. And and you do have the Sherlock Holmes just kind of explaining. He, you know, you said like you're super into the detective stuff and you didn't get a lot of that. I agree. You got a lot. Instead of the detective stuff, you get a lot of like, oh, but see how observant he is. And you just kind of get that explained to you. It's like, oh, but look how observant. It's like, well, yeah, but it's it's stuff I don't care about. Or I feel like you're just kind of like, you can just say whatever you want. Like, I I go back to the first one where it was just like, oh, well, you paid the guy off. And then this happened. This I was like, well, you can just make it. You used the root of this. It's like, this is just all made up. Like, I, I don't think I can watch this movie again and like pick those things up. It's just you're just telling me at the end. Yeah. That's what it was. And after seeing the first one and watching the second one, you knew it would just come. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that's part of it is you knew you just sit, sit, enjoy the ride, and then eh, he'll tell you all what's going on. I almost got too into the ride where, like, halfway through the movie, I go, I'm not having a bad time, but I thought, what's this movie about? <laughs> yeah. I just, I, an hour in, I was like, I don't know what the plot of this really is, other than I'm just enjoying these two guys going on an adventure together. Yeah, when we finally get to the, the true motive of Moriarty, yeah. it's almost kind of disappointing. Yeah, he just wants to make money off, like, like having a war because he owns the bandages. Yeah. yeah, he just wants to get paid. <coughs> and everything's about money, we should have known. Sure. But, but there's some mystique that all of a sudden was just gone. Yeah. Um... In the negative, so I, you know, I really like, like the action sequences, though I will say at some points of the movie, I do feel like they're overly stylized too much. I think a little goes a long way, but throughout the course of a two-hour movie, I was like, man, they're really uh, relying on this like slow motion, click, boom, you know, too, too often. We were coming out of the 300 era. Yeah. Right? So 300 kind of set this this bar of this action that people, that Hollywood assumed people wanted to watch. Sure. And the first Sherlock used it, but 
enough. That he was just, in my opinion, enough. Uh-huh. Like, everyone remembers the preview, like, and he's calculating, oh, I punch him in the throat, and then I spit yeah. in my elbow, and, and I was, when that first started, I cringed, because you kind of, like, after our last show, you kind of, like, we, we were talking off, off mic about it, and that's what you remembered, and then it started like, oh, boy. But then... I thought they used it so well, and then the, the you know the the camera mode, the stop <coughs> slow motion stuff. I was like, great, they used just the right amount of it for mm-hmm. me. But yeah, now we're we're going we're getting overboard in this movie. It opens with it right when Holmes is jumped by those four guys, and then there's that whole scene where he breaks down exactly what's going to happen, and then it happens. It happens a lot throughout the the thing, or you know even like the train sequence when the guards come in. And right before, you know, um, an action sequence was going to start, it, it then takes us back into it, you know, and then it shows us how Holmes... They do a lot of that, you know, kind of the reverse bank heist, where mm-hmm. you're show, like, showing it to me first, where it was like, okay, well then, now I know that they're safe, so like right. you kind of took some of the, the thrill of it out, and then it kind of cut to this, you know, so it, you know, it showed us, oh, Holmes plugged this guy's gun, and then, you know, now we're back to current time. And then it's just like slow motion gun click shows the you know the 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 fire being ignited inside the gun and then you know, how it, you know, it's like that's just too much. Showed us how a, how a gun works. Yeah, and then so I I don't know if it was just me watching. I was very confused by the end fight scene of what I kind of thought it was a little corny how they were like telepathically like. Yeah, and I was like, "Did this happen?" Because they showed us, they showed Holmes doing that earlier, saying, "This will happen. This will happen. This will happen." And then they showed us it actually happening. This, it was both of them going back and forth, like, "Well, if you did this, I would do this, and you did this, and that." And then it ended. I go, "Did that happen or not?" And then, based on the Watson in the future, I go, "Oh, I guess it must have happened." To me, that was a that was a very (coughs) poor way. Of just, which we didn't, of just explaining to us that Sherlock has met his intellectual yes. match. Which we knew. Right. And, we already and, got it. Yeah. And we kind of got from the, like, and if you want to nail it again, we just got it two minutes earlier from the chess game. Yeah, I mean, just, to me, they should have done Sherlock's thing. Uh-huh. And then it just doesn't go as planned. Yes. And we, we yeah. The, the, show us the fight from his perspective, which, up to that point, it always goes his way. Yeah. And now show us. Now it's not. Yeah, it just... We don't need the... Yeah, the double internal narration, but yet... They're, yeah, it's like he's thinking to him telepathically. Like, it, to me, it wasn't a telepathic thing. It was just like a, right. a funny narrative thing. But that, that didn't fit at all. I was yeah. not... You're, you're right. Now that you... I didn't really think of that until you mentioned it, but that's a good point. It kind of took away from the punch of the ending of is Holmes dead or not? I think if you just would have showed us the fight and Moriarty about to throw Holmes over, Watson coming in, and then Holmes popping up, grabbing Moriarty to save Watson, bringing him over the edge, I think that would have just had a much bigger punch. And then the reveal at the end, I think just would have played a lot more. But it ends with Watson... In his home, which it, then from the beginning, you're like, okay, so this was all a story. Mm-hmm. I was just confused. I was like, wait, so that, that actually happened the way that those two guys mapped it out in their minds? Like, yeah. 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 
lot of lot of telling me what was yeah. going to happen as opposed to just showing me. And and, and like the strong a strong suit to me because I was talking how it doesn't have didn't have enough detective detectors yeah. for me. When when uh, Watson and um, uh, you know Numi Rapisa's character mm-hmm. is trying to find her brother. Yeah. That detector, I really buy. I really bought into that detectiveness, like, you know, using the you know, the the process of elimination mm-hmm. and and stuff to find which guy it is. I thought that was really cool. They're they're channeling their inner Sherlock. That was the only like real detectiveness in the. Movie. I thought that was the best. You yeah. I thought I I thought that was actually a really like thrilling scene of them just observing, but hearing their thought process of it, and then. Actually, building like stakes and tension of like Watson. I can't tackle the wrong guy. Right. We have four options. What do we know? You know, left-handed. None of them have blue eyes. They're probably where you know maybe their eyes hurt. You know, mm-hmm. and then yeah, uh, yeah. That was actually a very effective scene. And then it kind of has this weird kind of dud of an like the ending just kind of stops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's circle back. Let's circle back to running through the woods. Okay, yeah. You mentioned you enjoyed that scene to a point. To a point, yeah. I. I don't think I like that scene at all. Okay. I really I have a hard time with people running from things, whether it be bullets, water. Um, I really hate movies when people run from water. I don't hate movies. That's a crazy, yeah. But people running from water drives me bananas. Like uh, Dan from Tomorrow. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, he can't run water. But they're out, out running fire. That the, and I, maybe the, yeah, out running fire, like on the Angelina Jolie. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I don't think you can outrun yeah, fire. Out fire. Yeah. Outrunning a stampede? Did did uh, Coster outrun a stampede in Dance with Wolves? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Anyway, I didn't really that that was the worst scene in the movie to me was running through the woods. Uh-huh. Um, just the time, the timing didn't make sense to me. As far as and I and I and I'm really good at putting like my beliefs of reality sure. and physics away for a movie, but just. Sprinting, Watson's limping half the damn time, mm. and now he can run at a full sprint, no problem. Keep up with everyone. The, just bullets hitting trees, bullets zipping by ears. Way too much of that stop motion stuff. It was, yeah. it was distracting. Yeah, I kind of liked it to a point because I do think some of the better uses of the stop motion were in that scene. To a point, like I think when the first cannon hits the tree, and like I just think that's a, I think that's a really well done shot. So I, there were some shots I liked in it, um, and it, the, the the one part of that I was like, yeah, this is an okay scene. Was Sherlock disarming uh, one of the soldiers, and then the way he rotates the gun into Watson's hands for him to fire. I for me, I was just like, yeah, those those guys are awesome. <laughs> and it's really that. And I was like, there were a couple like really good uses of the stop motion. Although I think they went back to that well like three times with the cannons. I was like, you just do it once, and it's like that's a cool shot. Yeah, we don't need it again. Um, so to to me, that scene was kind. Of, it was kind of the capsule of the movie. It was like, yeah, you had a cool idea, you overdid it a bunch. Um, some of the plot stuff doesn't make sense in this moment. But ultimately, we get this great bromance between 
Sherlock and Watson in that scene. Yeah. And that's really all I really remember from is him disarming a guy, the way he flips the gun, Watson's right there on his shoulder, takes the gun, he fires, you know, he's the crack shot. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's that's awesome. Yeah. Those guys are awesome together. It's funny you say bromance because after I got done watching these movies, I thought, man, maybe I should have called this bromance month. Yeah. Because it's far more of a, like, after watching I'm like, oh, it is far more of a bromance movie than it is a sidekick movie. You know, based on a couple reviews on Letterboxd and then kind of a deeper dive onto, like, the cultural response to this... This movie's kind of been... It's, it's kind of championed by, like, the gay community of, like... This is, like... Yeah, th- th- these are two men who love each other. And, um... Yeah, I was... Th- that's probably my favorite aspect of the movie is, is those two guys' relationship. They, uh, yeah, and, and it is... You do feel that there's this, there's this true sense of caring. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. But they really... I mean, so I was confused by the ending. So ultimately, Holmes is faking his death to protect Watson to give Watson his married life. I think so, yes. Yeah. Not, yeah. He said it was, the ending's messy, but that's what I got out of it was that he, he, he heals Moriarty. He's clearly alive. He's faking his death so that Watson can now just have, like, what he's wanted. Which yeah, is, yeah. To me, he's, with he's Mary. trying to let things settle down before he uh, yeah. um, appears too public. Or, you know. I... I did laugh when he gets up from the chair. I caught me. I yes. thought that was the funniest damn thing. I was like, "Holy shit!" And I, yeah, yeah. He's just in that suit, <laughs> painted, and urban then, camouflage. Yeah, gives himself just puts the question mark at the end. I was like, "That's a great little button to this." Just put, yeah. put a the end question mark to the thing he's writing. Um, would you like to see a sequel to this movie? Ah, <sighs> eleven years later. Gosh, I mean, I think that. I think the window's gone, right? I mean, I kind of am surprised there's not a third. And yeah, the fact that there's, these movies made a billion dollars. Yeah, they made a billion. They came out within, within three years of each other. I'd be at this point. Yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down. I wish there was a third one. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be late. I don't know. It may be too late, but it could be cool seeing an aged. An aged Sherlock, an aged Watson. Well, that could be a fun story. I was going to say, yeah, you have an aged Sherlock, but um, Jude Law hasn't aged a day. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, they just put him. You know, honestly, you know, based on how uh, uh, Age of Ultron or whatever the last well, Endgame ended, Dan looks in great shape. Oh, yeah, great shape. You probably could, you could make this movie a, 12 years later and just say it's the next year. Yeah. In film time. And I think those guys kind of look the same. That's true. Yeah. Bring back McAdams. I think McAdams kind of looks the same. Yeah, she's aging well. Yeah. I was like... Uh, and they didn't... I mean, her her death was kind of ambiguous. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah, you can bring anybody back from that. I mean, they're, they're kind of telling you she's dead, but... <coughs> we never saw a dead body. Exactly. So... Yeah. Uh, was it Kel- Kelly Riley? Is that... Uh, Please Barry? Yeah. She's on Yellowstone. She looks exactly the same. Yeah. 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 Yeah, a lot of these characters uh, um, don't age. Okay, um, 12 years later. What about a remake? No, I don't, I don't think we need a remake. We've got a ton of Sherlock content. Yeah. I feel like in this decade. I mean, obviously, you had the Benedict Cumberbatch by far the show. By far the best stuff is that. And that's it's, what I hear. Yeah, it, should I watch that? It's BBC, so it's, it means there's like three seasons, but only like four episodes, right? I, yeah, I think there are f- yeah five or six season episode seasons. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and it has, uh, yeah, um, Martin Freeman plays Watson. Right. Yeah, it's fantastic. I like that. Um, in my, so I, I, I was looking, I was like, okay, what, what's a good side? I wanted to make like a true sidekick movie. I was like, oh, what if I just, Netflix has those other homes, the Stranger Things girl. She she has a Sher- she has her own spinoff Sherlock That's thing. True, yeah. No sidekick in those movies. No no what no uh, Watson. I read the that. plot in the first one. I was like, I don't think there's a true sidekick in this. And she's but, she's she's Sherlock's daughter, sister, sister. Okay. And that's reading the plot of the first one, or like the yeah. Because I was trying to look. I was like, does she like does she have her own Watson? But that's how I found, found out that um, Rycraft uh, Holmes is a character, and then that. I don't know if she's an actual character in the book, but uh, Sherlock does have a brother. Uh, I think he has a few brothers. Uh, Holmes boys. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there's like a, I remember, there, you know, uh, on CBS, there was like a show like Elementary. I feel like there's been a couple attempts on like modern day Sherlock yeah, Holmes. Yeah, yeah. So, for a movie-wise, I don't know if I necessarily need a remake. I feel like there's a lot of content, but I also kind of want the movie that's in my head of, like, a detective story. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking, like, I can't come out and say remake. Right. But I, I would be on board for another Sherlock movie. Reboot? Reboot. Uh, I'd like to see... A like, requel? A requel. Or I'd like to see a real dark... Yeah, like, another attempt at, like, the the uh, author, author, like, from the books. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't try to remake... The Guy Ritchie version, but somebody else get their hands on the source material, come up with their own thing. Yeah, yeah like a dark mystery. Yeah. Who I'm plays Sherlock? Like... <sighs> Regina King. Regina, right? <laughs> Regina King. Oh, okay, you read the books. So he's not a cop. No, he's, he's like a... He's kind of like a private... Not a like private eye, but like... In the books, he's more like a hobbyist, I think. But yeah. he's got like a... Like a Private, private investigator. Okay, people hire him yeah. and he assists yeah. the police. Okay, I was just thought he was a. I thought he was a cop. I thought he worked for Scotland Yard or however it is. Um, yeah, who who's a Sherlock? Okay, again, I know nothing about the character Sherlock. Like, does he? I, I feel like they kind of like in the first one more. They kind of hit on more of his eccentric personality. He's like this obsessive, almost to a point of being dangerous to himself when he's not like putting his mind to use. Borderline addict. Yeah. Or maybe um, he is an addict. Right. So yeah, I mean, is that true to Sherlock? Like, I don't remember much drug and alcohol use. From okay. Products. So yeah, I mean, like, and I thought Watson in the, in the BBC show, I think Watson's the one with the drinking problem. Oh, um, it's been years. Yeah, who who do I want to see as a Sherlock? Um, I mean, my guy okay. because he's always like the guy I want to be a gritty detective. Yeah, is Kelsey Grammer. Oh, okay, like I always I would love Kelsey Grammer to be a gritty detective in like an HBO show. Yeah, uh, but maybe a Sherlock movie. Yeah, I was gonna say I, so. I was gonna go Christian Bale. If we we're gonna agree, oh, that could be good. Yeah, yeah, um, that could be good. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's got, he's got some range. Yeah, go, go a little manic with yeah. it. Um, yeah, I think you know if you want to keep it keep it British, right? You don't you don't want to. You know, I don't want to ask a guy to do an accent like Robert Downey Jr. had to do. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, keep. Well, who's another like Jude Law? <laughs> can, can Jude Law just play <laughs> Jude Law? <laughs> What, uh, I mean, I, I just Elba, but he was Luther. He's already done the Gritty Yeah, movie. he's already done Gritty Cop. 
Brendan Gleeson. Ooh. No, he was British. Oh, I, I don't think he is. I, I just... Um, now I'm just thinking of like a really old guy. Like, old grizzled. Like that's yeah. how like now when I picture he's like an old grizzled like Sherlock. Like, Patrick really, Stewart. Really battling his demons. Patrick Ian Stewart. McKellen. Actually, I feel like Patrick Stewart has done Sherlock before uh, in something. Maybe yeah, Sherlock's like uh, like how you hear like, oh well, you know, all these great British actors, they've all played Hamlet. Right, yeah. yeah. They, they've all done their version of Sherlock. It may be that may be true. Yeah. Um Harry Styles. You know, I he's in the news. I don't know who that is. I'm not sure. Maybe I don't yeah. know who that is. I know I, he's famous for some reason. He he's a singer. Okay. Uh, I've I've heard songs of his. I I actually like his songs. Uh, I, he's dabbling in acting. Uh, you know, mainly he's in that "Don't Don't Worry, Darling," which I think's more press based on like um, the behind the scenes drama, which is. Probably not what you want for your movie. So that, that's really all I know of him as an actor is. Yeah, that's that whole. That was the Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Living then, Wild deal. Yeah. Fire Shia LaBeouf, but did she really fire Shia LaBeouf? Hire Harry Styles. Then she has to. They have enough, you know, then it turns into a messy drama with that. Did he spit on Chris Pine? Oh, uh, that deal. Yeah, how much fun did uh, Florence yeah. Pugh actually have on set because she's not promoting the movie at all? Like, <laughs> there was a lot of drama. I was like, is the movie good? And then most because this is like, oh no, outside of the drama, no, it's, it's, it's not. Really <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he's British, so he has that going. Got for that him. going, yeah. And he's got fans. He's got tons so fans. of fans. Yeah. Um, okay, what character from the Sherlock, the Guy Ritchie Sherlock universe, is most deserving of a spinoff movie? I like that head detective guy that we see more of in the first one, but we don't see hardly any of in the second. The uh, the, it, the most inept cop, yeah, the in inept, Scotland Yard. The inept cop in Scotland Yard. Yeah, I think if you did a spin-off, you just do him trying to like Sherlock's away solving this case. So then we get well, he has to solve other cases. But they're all like really dumb, basic cases. Yeah, like uh, someone stealing pies off window seals and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like an Andy Griffin type, uh, yeah, yeah, type show. <laughs> that could be a sidekick movie. We got him, and then we got his Barney Five, yeah, whatever that may be. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's a good one. Um, yeah, I, I was like, oh, maybe like a Rachel McAdams backstory. That could be really cool because yeah. her character has some mystery that that is you want you want more of. Yeah, like what's she, what what's she up to out on her little escapades? Right, clearly she's some sort of thief. Yeah. And it might be cool, like, cool little heist heist movie thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, then you don't have to worry about the detectives on down. Yeah, now it's just a heist movie. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you need to see the first to watch this one? I kind of think you do, personally. I agree. I, I think there's a lot laid in the first one, and I think they rely on a lot of, like, what was already built in the first one to get into a lot more action than, you know, to not have to go into so much, not necessarily back, you know, of the character development and backstory you kind of get in the first one. Yeah. That, you know, they're like, oh, these are established characters. You know these guys, so we don't have to, like, dwell on too much. Yeah. Um, all right, you've seen them both. Which would you watch first? I think I'm going with the first one. Um, I just like the, I like the villain in that better, and... I think that's probably why. Yeah. 
I agree, but then this kind of goes back to my, these aren't really detective stories, and it's like, I know he's not magic, but I also don't care how he's doing this stuff. I'm, I, you know, I, I thought he was a good villain, Mark Strong. I liked Sherlock chasing him, but at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, all, I'm along for the ride, but I, I don't care about the, 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 the how he did it aspect of it. I just like there's a little, I mean, even though there's not a lot of detectoring, I like uh, there's a little more investigation in the first one. Yeah. That's kind of stuff I like. Like checking out the, you know, the swap the bodies in the grave and then going to the, the scientist, the engineer scientist, like, blab. And I just, I enjoy that stuff. Him being magic does lead at least to some mystery where I don't really feel like this one had that other than, like, there's a plot, we have to figure out what the plot is, or, like, the, the evil, you know, the, the movie, like, what's his plan? We have to figure out what his evil plan is. We find out what his evil plan is. Okay, how do we stop, thwart his evil yeah. plan? Um... I think it'd be the second one to me would have been better had we like m- more than we've been trying to determine who Moriarty was. I mean, they just like give it to you right in the beginning. And yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of a cool move. Like Moriarty's this public care, this public figure. He's well known. Uh-oh. He's a genius. He's doing these these lecture tours and stuff. I think that is kind of a cool count and mouse thing they could have used. But to me, it would have been better if he the mystery was Sherlock just trying to like pinpoint with who this guy is. He's got it down to like eight guys or whatever. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, I, I do think that element's missing of just some sort of like who done it or like a twist. I did kind of watch the second one. Like, all right, so one of these guys, like someone's in on it with him, right? He hasn't accomplished. Yeah, you just kind of never got this like aha reveal of you know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Sherlock Holmes, a game of shadows. Wait, what's it called? A game of shadows. A game of shadows. How are you grading that as a title for a sequel for a film? Uh, it's way too long, and I don't think it really even makes sense with the the plot and, and story of the movie. Yeah. One, drop the A. It should, it should be game of shadow, shadows, not a game of shadows. That, that's clunky. But then also, game of shadows doesn't really make. It doesn't tell me anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand. I, mean, I guess it just sounds cool, but it doesn't. It doesn't pertain to anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what you'd call it if you didn't want to just go Sherlock. Sometimes the easiest answer, the the first answer is the best answer, Sherlock Holmes 2. You don't always have to put the tag on, but because if you don't put the tag on, it's got to be good. I mean, I think that this movie in particular could have been Sherlock Holmes 2, or Sherlock Holmes I.I. Oh, yeah. That looked great on a poster. Yeah. Are there, are, is there like a subreddit, like Sherlock Heads, where they call this, like, oh, you, you've seen, like, Holmes, A-G-O, A-G-O-S? You know, that's how they shorten it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I bet there's a Sherlock Holmes re- are there, subreddit. Are there Holmes Heads? Oh, yeah. Are, are there Guy Ritchie Holmes Heads? Are, are like, Ooh, people who, like, not. love these and go... Oh, I never got my third. <laughs> no, I think there's Downey heads. Yeah. And maybe some Jude Lawists. But I don't think there's any <laughs> Guy like Ritchie Sherlock heads. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always fun with these, like, kind of, like, big budget, like, Fran... Like, sort of Fran... I mean, two. You got two in the thing. Is Sherlock Holmes anybody's favorite, like, film series? It made a billion dollars. But, yeah, you're right. Just kind of, like, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. We'll get with it with our next question, but I... I I like these, but ultimately then they ended. I go, oh, there you go. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, that was amazing. I do always wonder if like something like this, where like it made a like Avatar. Are there people who love like the second one's coming out? Are there people like fuck yes, Avatar, Shape of Water, or whatever it's called? I I think there are. There must be. I think there are. It made more movie than any movie in the history of movies, and I don't know anybody who talks about Avatar. I don't know anybody who talked about Avatar six months later. I only know one guy because he he's a distant friend of mine uh-huh. on Facebook, and he posted that he went to watch the re-release of Avatar, yeah. and he says it holds up. Okay. And I said, that's great. I haven't seen it since, and I'm scared to watch it since. Yeah. And uh, I think the ultimate test, a real I test for Avatar, I know they have the re-release, is... I've never seen it on a real television. That's the thing. I only I only ever saw it in that superb, amazing IMAX yeah. thing, and that was unbelievable. Right. I haven't seen it two dimensional. I don't know what, and I should just fire it up on Disney. See, see. If, oh, they're on Disney. I think it's on Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah. Am I? Am I? I mean, I'll. I'll. I will be one of the people who contribute to Avatar two. Uh, being the highest grossing movie of all time, just because, like, sheer curiosity. Curiosity, and I'm a James Cameron guy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I believe in James. Yeah. So. Uh, and then finally, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. Did we need it? <sighs> this is the hardest did we need it in a long time for me. I, I'm going to say yes. I do think the first film was successful in such a way for me, critically and monetarily, that yeah, it needed a it needed a follow up. So yes, we needed game. We needed a Game of Thrones Shadows. <laughs> I th- you you're right. This is a hard one. These are fun movies. Solid, solidly made. I, I do got complaints. Oh, I didn't answer. I watched the first one as well. I, I enjoyed oh, yeah. the first one more. Um, I enjoyed the first one more. I like the second one. Though the second one is not bad. Two hours and nine minutes for both. It's asking a lot of me. It's like, you, you, you could have shaved these down. You know, I had no issue with the run times of these films. I was, the second one dragged a lot more, I think, just because I wasn't feeling as much. The first one where I was like, two hours fucking nine minutes. And then the movie ended. I was like, there's still 15 minutes left in this movie. Eight minutes of those were credits. So I was like, okay, you saved yourself. I, I forget. I got to factor that in. Is that, oh, there's eight minutes of credits. So really, this is a two-hour in one, the first one, it didn't bother me at all. Uh, I just, anytime I see two hours and nine minutes, I'm like, that's, that's a long time. Yeah. Um, especially when you, I saw how many slow motion cannons you had. You could have shaved off four minutes right there. Or, I mean, just sped up that slow motion a, just a, a little bit. Yeah. Half a second. Start shaving some time <laughs> off. Um, it's so weird. These are very serviceable movies. I don't know of anybody watching the movie who started the movie, if their lives would be any different if these movies didn't exist. <laughs> I don't know if this movie helped Robert Downey Jr. I don't know if it helped Jude Law, Guy Ritchie, Rachel McAdams, Numi Rapace. Like, I don't know if anybody was like, oh, they're in, they were in Sherlock and then they went into this. I think they were all just like, where they were in life, this two years happened to them, and then they just were where they were. I think Numi Rapace gets... Prometheus, regardless, uh, Jude Law, he's 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 the young young pope. No matter what happened, sure, 
I'm just I'm just in my mind seeing the bachelor part the stag party scene when Jude Law's gambling and having a good old time and uh, Sherlock is fighting the Cossack. That's awesome. <laughs> and for that alone. <laughs> but, you know, I guess they're fun, so I'm gonna say, yeah. I think we needed a game. I think the first one was fun in a way that like inoffensive, like nice action movie like a pg-13 action movie the characters are so good bring them back for a second i don't think we needed a third so we didn't get a third i'm not clamoring for a third i think this is exactly where it this is just a nice little two movie one two punch that's all you get um so for that i'll say yeah we, we needed them um boldly i think everyone else is fine it's so a racist from history Everything's exactly where we are. Yeah, the the asteroid still it hits Earth, right? Yeah, like it doesn't change the course of anything. Guy Ritchie's still getting Aladdin. Like yeah. no one saw these two movies. It was like, well, we got we got to bring him into the Disney family to do Aladdin. Like right. he's getting that based on the strength of his already existing. Every actor already existing. Mark Str- Mark Strong is who Mark Strong is, regardless. Yeah, it's a it's a very it's a very re- interesting film. Where it's just like yeah. yeah. That happened to me. <laughs> That's four hours and 18 minutes uh, of my life. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows. Check it out if you got the time. You're not going to be mad yeah, at Yeah, I mean, but, I don't think you'd be disappointed. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of stuff you've already seen in other movies, but I, th- I think just the performer's enough. It's enough to elevate a little bit. All right, we talked about sidekicks. Oh, sidekick month. Watching this and trying to research side, I wanted to pick a true sidekick movie. What is a sidekick? As like there's got there's got to be a clear power dynamic. There's got to be a lead, and the guy assists. Now they depend on each other, but it's got to it can't be lethal weapon, right? Those guys are equals. You know, uh, bad boys. Those guys are equals. This and watching this, the way Watson interacts with Holmes, the way Holmes needs Watson, I think. Dr. John, I think he's the best sidekick in, in movie history. It has to be. It's just so great. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about sidekicks, this movie, for an hour. Do we do Halloween Kills? I kind of, I'm curious, I kind of don't want to know you came for sidekicks. Okay. I think maybe it would be, we could do a Halloween Kills after the sidekicks. That might be a good split of... Let's give people teams. time to watch Halloween Kills, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. That way we can, yeah, we can, we can spoil it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Then we, we. Yeah. We don't have to like hit yeah. it all. It'll be three weeks by that point. It's on Peacock. You can watch how we kills. Then we can talk about actual spoilers. I had. I had a tough time. I was like, oh, do, do I like shoehorn something in there? Okay. Here's some I, thoughts I had, and we'll 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 get these later. There's the new Hellraiser movie on on Hulu. I've never seen Hellraiser, but I know Hellraiser, the pinhead guy. He's kind of the leader, and then he has like other demons that like assist him. I was like, is that a sidekick? No, that's more like a that's more like a like a cult, like right, like a legion, right? That doesn't count. That's not a sidekick. Um, <laughs> I thought of the other Sherlock Holmes movies. I was like, Anola Holmes, she must have some sort of sidekick character. I was like, no, she's doing a lot of this stuff solo. A lot of cop, a lot of detective stuff. I was like, no, they're equals. So you you kind of gotta have the guy above the title. I thought going literal with it on Netflix. I was scrolling through. I saw Ip Man. Never seen an Ip Man. They're karate movies. I was like. Many sidekicks must be thrown 
in a knit man. I didn't do that, though. I wanted to go... Watching this, and this is what cemented it for me, was that John Holt, John Watson is the greatest movie sidekick. I want to see if I can find a sidekick that is equal to him. And the only one I can come up with is Han Solo and Chewbacca. And so I, in a movie I've never seen, is doing the A Star Wars Story solo. Okay. And okay. I had to actually go in the IMDb to make sure Chewbacca's even in the movie. He is, apparently, so I'm counting it. Okay. Yeah, because Solo's... Han is definitely, like, the guy. Chewbacca is his faithful sidekick. I think that is a really cool idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to force you to watch nine movies in prep, you know? Uh, we'll just kind of generally talk no about... No Mark. They're all, they're all in my head. <laughs> they're all in the bolt. Word, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, next week we're going to do Solo. Then we're going to... November? Spooky month. Oh, yeah. We're going to start Halloween Kills, so... Uh, yeah. Watch Solo. Uh, I assume it's on Disney+. Plus. It must be, right? I think the whole Star Wars yeah. library is up there, yeah. Uh, check that out if you want to get a jump start on that. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy. I got sequel remakes. Uh, we need a murder board in here. Oh, how I've missed you, Holmes.